0: Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal tailored plan securities offered through raymond james financial services inc member SIPC. investment advisory services offered through raymond james financial services advisors inc jpex financial group llc is not a registered broker dealer and is independent of raymond james financial services jpex financial group is located at 78 eastern boulevard glastonbury connecticut jones he first down wide open it's barkley pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is
1: God. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the
0: best
2: organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not. are not even close to the best organization in baseball.
0: They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees.
2: Basketball fans, it's the Posting Up Podcast. I'm Big Jay, joined by King Zane, Sean Scanlon. We got a lot to talk about. Bunch of games going on right now, but we also got a bunch of news and uh, college bas- uh, basketball to talk about. Starting off, all-star starters, we talked about it last week. We talked about who, who, we might, who might be the starters this week. Uh, we finally got them for the Eastern Conference, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, and DeMar DeRozan. Uh, in the Western Conference, you got LeBron James, Nikolai Jokic, Andrew Wiggins, the big surprise there, Steph Curry, and John Morant. And now with the Andrew Wiggins uh pick, I mean, does does Zay, does all star voting actually have any real meaning anymore?
1: No. It it absolutely doesn't. And for any, that's why I laugh when people go, oh, he was snubbed. He was snubbed. What was he snubbed from? A pickup game? At this point, it doesn't mean anything. It's not the best players. It's a fan favorite competition. It's a weekend away from your girlfriend if you don't have a Valentine or if you do have a Valentine you don't feel like spending time with her. And that's all that's really what it's become lately. I, I honestly... It's it's laughable at this at this point where you can send out tweets and get more you know votes for a certain player or a certain group of players. It wasn't just one player that he was out there mention uh, that certain people were mentioning. It was Draymond Green. It was Steph Curry. It was Klay Thompson. Players, Klay Thompson. quite frankly, he's only played three or four weeks. For him to have any All Star votes, in my opinion, is it it's laughable. What is it based on? Well, it's not based on season performance, and when you think about it that way, again, if it is, how could Devin Booker be left off? Your team is forty-two and four. What are they? Forty-two and nine? I think something like close to like that. Best team in basketball, and you don't have an All-Star starter.
2: Yeah, so you just uh, you're just
1: out there just winging it with players every night.
2: Yeah, it doesn't, it
1: doesn't mean anything anymore. It's, it's all just a spectacle. So it's, it's a money grab weekend.
2: You're not wrong. I mean, even when they announced the starters and Andrew Wiggins, I, I put in our group chat, well, what's next? Is Drake going to endorse Fred Van Vliet? Is next next year? Is he going to be an all-star starter because Drake's uh, hyping him up? Uh, I mean, it, I, I, I like fan voting to a degree, but I do think the, the uh, other votes, uh, it, it should be uh, other ways. But it, it just is what it is. Andrew Wiggins, does he – I do think he might deserve to be a reserve. He he is a starter, so be it. But it is what it is. Sean, who would you have put in that Andrew Wiggins uh, spot if you were voting?
3: It's tough because um, the Western front court, there's not a lot of like great options right now um, just because – there's a lot of guys, you know, who have been struggling, like Anthony Davis. He's also been injured a lot. Uh, Rudy Gobert, obviously, he's great on defensively in the boards, but he's not a great offensive player. So it wasn't a great pool. So I said last week I would have went with Carly Anthony Towns um, just because the Timberwolves have exceeded expectations so far. Uh, he's having a great year yet again. So that's the guy I would put in there. But really, it should just be the five best players in the West, Um because like Zay was saying, Devin Booker misses out on the starter um, starting opportunity when you put Andrew Wiggins in there for uh, really no reason at all. I mean, maybe he should have been a reserve, but I honestly don't even think he should have made the all-star team. Um, he's on a great team with the Warriors. He's improved while he's been there, but I don't think he's an all-star. So it, it, it kind of hurts guys like Devin Booker, who I think honestly should have made it over Steph Curry, maybe even John Morant. Um, He should be a starter. There's no reason he shouldn't be, especially in this uh, 11 game winning streak right now. He's averaging over 30 points. Uh, Suns have been the best team in the NBA throughout the season. So it's kind of laughable that there's not a guy from the Suns. So I would have went with Carl Anthony Towns just because you have to have three front court. But um, Devin Booker should have definitely um, been an all star starter. It's kind of just a disgrace that he's not. But uh i think it just gives them some more motivation going into the second half of the season um especially after losing the tough finals last year and not being named an all-star starter now i think it's more motivation for them to go out and um you know have have a great second half and then look forward to the nba finals so it is pretty laughable but that's the way it is i think the voting should be switched up a little bit because uh you got bts uh, pushing andrew wiggins in there which is absolutely ridiculous but I think there should be a mix of some fan votes, but I think the the NBA media, I think the NBA players, uh, because the respect amongst your peers, I think is what's most important. So fan vote, I think should have a percentage in there, but definitely not um, as high as a percentage as it is right now. When you're getting guys like Andrew Wiggins as a starter, which is just utterly ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Honestly, the fan vote should just be for, who you think each captain is going to be. It helps whenever and then it's uh, going to be LeBron, someone else. Then, then that's all when you're talking about actual all-stars like the, the, even BTS can't get to, to LeBron. Like if, if it, the fans were just picking an Eastern and Western conference captain, I, I'd love that. And then I, I love what you, you also said, Sean, the, the, your peers. I, I do think the players should be the, the, the guys voting on who they think the all- stars should be. But uh, I, I – I, it's crazy. It's crazy what could happen with the uh, – I mean, we saw before with Zaza Petruya as well. I brought this up last week. He, he was almost a starter because uh, because of Georgia Georgian votes. So it's wild. Everything's working for uh, Golden State, I guess, when it comes to – they just understand how to vote for starters. But uh, I want to shift focus more on the reserves now because those will eventually get announced. Who is someone, Zay, that you want to see make the all-star team as far as reserves-wise? And I guess maybe since we talked about the, the Suns so much, well, let's try and not not have the Suns players So we know Devin Booker is going to make it for sure. But uh, who you got, Zay? Oh. Maybe ball
1: bridges. I'd have to say, maybe ball bridges and over there. In, um, I think they've been playing really good, and I don't think obviously they're at a like superstar level, but as an all star reserve, players up and coming on their way, I think those two are definitely players who deserve some type of recognition. Um, I'm trying to think. The real issue is there's been a lot of inconsistency with a lot of teams this year. That's part of the biggest issue, especially in the East. None of these teams can seem to get traction. So it's like I don't want to say nothing and sound crazy. <laughs> so I, uh, I mean, I mean, I guess I'll leave it at that for now. I really, like I said, I don't want to. It's been really inconsistent all year, and I don't want to say anything crazy. We've had enough I, crazy folks tonight.
2: I guess, but uh, Sean. Who you got for a reserve?
3: Uh, I think there's a lot of names in the Eastern Conference, especially the guards. Um, I think it's a stacked, uh, stacked position group right now with guys like Zach Levine, who should make it. The Bulls are playing great, and he is just a scoring machine. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, I think, um, deserves an opportunity. The Raptors have really come back from a, a rough last year, uh, and he's really been the catalyst for that team. And then Darius Garland, um, nobody expected the Cavs to be here. He's been tremendous. They're without probably the best player in Colin Sexton, but uh, he's a floor general. He's he can also score. So, really, in his young career, he, he's uh, he's really taken a step forward. So, I think the Eastern guards uh, position is going to be really interesting to see because somebody's going to get left out of there, I believe. And then uh, the Western Conference, I think, is a lot tougher. Um, like Zay was saying, there's been a lot of inconsistency, a lot of injuries. Um, so, really, one guy is another Timberwolf. I think that's going make it is Anthony Edwards. Uh, I think that he's been great so far this year. Mm. He's really taken that step into um, almost superstar territory. Obviously, a star in this league. So, in such a young age, so I, I think he should get it from the Western Conference. But it is really going to be tricky because um, there there is uh, not a lot of you know really uh, big favorites to make the All Star game uh, un- instead of the uh, the starters. So, and then and then also the Hornets, like as they were saying, I think Miles Bridges definitely deserves a look. Lamelo should make his first All Star game. So. Uh, it's gonna so, be interesting to see because there's no there's no like clear-cut favorites that I think should be the reserves aside from uh, those Suns players. Yeah,
1: Darius yeah. I mean, Garland also maybe you could throw him in there also. Darius there Garland over there in Cleveland, he could be, he should be definitely yeah. a reserve starter. He's definitely put that team in a position that no one ever saw them coming into coming into this year. I thought Cleveland without LeBron would never ever see a winning season. So kudos yeah. to him. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I got another Cavs guy for one of mine. Jared Allen. I mean, he, he's a beast. Uh, and, I mean, he is putting up – everyone thought once they drafted Mobley, like it would, it would cause some struggles, but he's still doing great things. Mobley's putting up some numbers too. Like they're playing well off each other, and they're doing great. And Jared Allen's a big reason for the Cavs' success uh, as well. And also, I mean, I, I told you guys not to talk about the Suns. Because I want to talk about the Suns. I want to talk about DeAndre Ayton. Because oh, I, I honestly think the the the, the, the I, I honestly think DeAndre Ayton deserves a an All Star reserve nod. And the, the they have the best record in the in the West, and I think they deserve three spots on that Western Conference All Star team. And I think DeAndre Ayton deserves it because he has really continued his uh, his groove from from the postseason last year. I mean. Uh, and he he's been a big big part of the Suns' success, with him constantly improving. So uh, yeah, I think DeAndre, and, and also another guy, I I say this every year, the the past two years, I feel like Shea Gildris Alexander, he oh, yeah, is just balling me. out, but he's stuck in OKC where they aren't. Do- I mean, it's just hard to give. An all-star to, to one of those teams that's just doing so bad. So, yeah, but he has been balling out, man. She, Shea Gildris Alexander is a beast. And it sucks that he's, he's playing in Oklahoma City because nothing's going to come of it. But, uh, all right, heck yeah. Trapped like Murray. He's trapped like yeah. De'Jounte Murray.
3: I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, De'Jounte Murray, yeah, I, I completely forgot. But he should definitely be up there too. Definitely. Don't worry, uh, Sean. There's a
1: lot of teams. You forget players. It's hard. It hasn't been that great of year. You. you forget players. We understand.
3: Yeah. He also plays for the Spurs. They're just a, a boring team to watch. But he—he—he's really the only thing that makes them fun. And triple-double machine. And it's not just offensively. He does it defensively too. So. Yeah. Good point there.
1: <laughs> for the
2: record, the Spurs are boring even when they were winning. I.
3: <laughs> uh, they're just a. They're always a boring team. I
2: just pop. Just get it done. But uh. I, I I didn't even get to say any of my guys. I didn't get to mention Donovan Mitchell. Well, they're the hurt. Jazz we go thing, fair. So. Yeah. Donovan
1: Mitchell's planning tickets
2: to New York. Yeah, hurt. Hurt. But when they come back, dude
1: man, you be
2: at the right time. Make you get a together, Donovan
1: Mitchell gonna be buying a suite in Wilds city field, stuff.
2: No, so he can attend every not, game. Yeah, yeah. Enough of this nonsense. All right, let's let's take a little game break here. Here, word from our sponsors. We'll be back to, to. Oh no, we're talking about the Jazz next. Whole, uh, yeah. So just stay tuned after this. So, Jess, why did you become a realtor?
4: I worked in various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, Becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes, it's very exciting, so a lot of fun.
0: Now you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far?
4: Helping people, especially like first-time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part.
0: What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents?
4: I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home
0: last thing I'm going to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTVB Realty is
4: people over paychecks you do the damn thing.
0: And that's what we do.
2: Big shout out to CTVB Realty for a sponsor of today's episode. Make sure you go check them out if you're in the housing market uh, to find the- Forever home, as they say. Now let's get into the game break, and we gotta talk about my Jazz and Joe Ingles tearing his ACL. Jazz already struggling; they were so bad, four and twelve in the month of January. Already banged up, Donovan Mitchell with a concussion. Uh, They don't have anyone playing center because Gobert and Whiteside are out. It's 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 a mess. Jordan Clarkson's even questionable. It's it's a mess. Everyone's banged up for Utah. But, Zay, can they get healthy and uh, maintain home court advantage for the playoffs? Without your Eagles.
1: This is a trick question. (laughs) With the state of the West, I mean, it's hard for me to say that they can't. Because I, I mean, I'll, after the six seed, five seed, I don't see anything really threatening or consistent at far. so they could continue to keep maintain position, but they could also drop if things start to change for other teams in the West and they start underachieving. But for me, it's too early to tell. But obviously, with the month they had, that's not what you want to go into. You know, next year, obviously, I mean, next month with. So I think if they could find a way to, I don't know, find some way to get their top dogs back after All-Star break, I think then they can maintain that. But if they, you know, prolong their return, it's going to continue to get harder and harder for them to maintain that if the other teams get better. But, it it, again, there's multiple factors into it. So I I really can't just give you a definite, oh, yeah, they're going to get better if they get these guys back. I, I don't know. The West is completely unclear. I don't know what's gonna happen with that division. With, with that, I don't know who's gonna be in a play in. I don't know anything right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, there's a reason the West is so highly regarded as as it is. But Sean can't can my jazz, Do my Jazz have any hope of staying in the hunt?
3: No, uh, they might as well uh, rest up for the rest of the year because it's they're just not gonna go far in the playoffs. Um, I just. And there's a couple of teams behind them that will get healthier. I mean, the Nuggets, if they get back, Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, the way that Jokic is playing, uh, they'll step up. The Dallas Mavericks have looked really good in the month of January. So I think that they have a chance to step up. And the Jazz, I mean, they're, they're a really talented team. But uh, just the way that their season has been going, it seems like they've been injury-ridden uh, pretty much throughout their whole lineup. So um, I was kind of joking when I said they should rest up. But really, it's – I just don't think they're really going to go too far in the playoffs. I might win a playoff series, but I just don't uh, see it happening. I think it's just been a down year for the Jazz overall. So I – and with the way that the teams like the Suns and the Warriors are playing, it's kind of hard to see them um, make the, even the conference finals, uh, yet alone the, uh, the NBA finals. So, um, yeah, it's just a, a tough injury-ridden uh, season for them. I think that they just uh, look to get some momentum in the second half of the season see if they can win a playoff series, maybe two, and then ride that into next year. But um, as, as far as a uh, actual contender, I just – I don't see it for the Jazz this year.
2: Damn, that sucks to hear. But I I, I I still have faith. I think this is a team that can get healthy, and once they get healthy, if everything starts to click, uh, I, I think this is a team that could get hot at the right time going into the playoffs. But – uh. Th- that's at least my optimist outlook for it. Because it's tough break his ankle. No. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, he- no, I, I think as far as like, I, I don't know. I Donovan Mitchell has shown that that take over the game ability, but uh, the the thing this year, I, I, I've seen at times Rudy Gobert do that as well. He he's up the scoring load in big games this year, so I, I, I think if. He can continue that once he gets back from his calf injury. Uh, I think, I, I think the Jazz could be a lot scarier than than a lot of people are giving them credit for. I think they always can, and uh, I know this isn't necessarily they aren't playing the same as last year, but I I can see them just kick it into gear, especially once they get healthy. C- come in these later months, get ready, start getting hot, start feeling things. The chemistry is clicking all right before we head into the playoffs. And I, I maybe make some noise, but that, 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 that's it. And, and yeah,
3: I mean, it sounds like it. you're just wait, trying wait, to suck yourself
1: into it. When the director goes cut and the movie's over, cause okay. that's never happened. Are you out of your mind? You, you, <laughs> no, the best thing no, that Mitchell do is get on the phone with his ticket agent and figure out how much season tickets for the Mets are. Because he'll be forced his way to New York soon. There's not enough to keep him in Utah. You don't have a winning team. There's not enough interest in Utah to keep him there. And we know how much he loves New York, so might as well just...
2: No, get no, season tickets. enough. Enough of that. No, that's bull crap.
1: I can't I'll wait for it happens. I'll hug you. I'll come hug you. I'll come no, hug you Zay, and that's and not I'll buy, Zay, Matter of fact, I will happening. buy you a Diamond Mitchell Knicks jersey when it happens.
3: We could, we could have a nice uh, therapy session here on the Post and Up podcast. That would be great. Once uh, Donovan Mitchell gets shipped out. Enough
2: we'll get away from Gobert, Gobert. Listen, no listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying the Jazz are going to go to the finals. We'll get to that. We'll get to who we think is going to the finals here. In
1: the we know they're not going to finals. No, <laughs> I'm not saying
2: that. But I think this is a team that, that could start looking good going into the playoffs. And I think they could maybe rattle off. Maybe pull an upset on like uh on like maybe a warriors or something. Like I, I think they can pull something off in, in one of those earlier oh rounds. I don't my think God, why do you do listen, this? <laughs> why listen. Do you, you
1: are super ambitious. Can. You're not just ambitious, yes. You're super ambitious. You're yes, because I've seen you I mean uh, we've all seen
2: uh, the heights that this jazz uh, team can reach. Uh, they can play well, and I think I think If they can get healthy, that's the thing. If they can get healthy, I think they can start rolling onto the playoffs. But we'll listen.
1: The best they can hope is to probably take the Mavs to a seven-game series in the playoffs or something like, come on, what what are you saying, bro? They're not getting deep. They're not making noise. This team isn't what it's supposed to be. I, I, You know, it started off good. Donovan Mitchell started off. He had that one playoffs where he took over, and it looked really good. And it's just been average since. I'm I'm sorry. It's just, it's just not there. Right. The team isn't there. It's just not there.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm and sorry. Then, and then they got listen. kicked out of the playoffs by uh, Terrence Man. <sighs> well,
2: yeah, I mean that wasn't great. All right, listen. I think this Jazz team we're seeing on February second is going to be a lot different. Come. March come April. That's all I'm going to say. We're, we're going to put the nail in the coffin here. Enough talking about the Jazz. Thank God. <laughs> hey, I mean, you wrote the topic up.
1: I'm just messing with you, guys I wouldn't make the uh, topic. Right. I didn't want to talk about it.
2: Now, uh, I mean, all, all, we talked about the All-Star weekend coming up. But you know what's always around All Star weekend? The trade deadline. Let's talk about some potential trades leading up to that trade deadline. Zay, what you got for me?
1: Well, if you ask about the Knicks, on. they could trade everybody at this point. We you just trade the whole damn team at this point if you're asking about the Knicks. But we did mention before there are players like Shy Gilgis Alexander. Dejounte Murray, these players. I want to start seeing these players get to teams where they're going to actually, you know, make some noise, get in the playoffs, and get some real time. I think I would love to see a Jalen Brown. Now it's not working out in Boston. I'm sorry what people say Boston. Yeah, they're good. they got the they won couple of games. Look, it's not it's not gonna work out. It's not going to go deep. Jalen Brown. I've heard rumors of Jalen Brown to the Hawks. I think that would probably be great for him to get a fresh start over there that unit the hawks we know them their owners come out and and and, and made statements about how he feels his team maybe is not constructed right or maybe they need to you know do different things maybe bringing in a guy like Jalen Brown we know who can dominate and take over games maybe he can be that you know guy that helps you know get that team to the next level cuz obviously we know what they have with Trey Young and we know what they have with Collins, who's probably one of the best players and will be eventually one of the best players in the league, excuse me. But so there are, there are many trades out there. But if you're asked about those New York Knicks, you can trade everybody. But those other trades, yeah, I'd
3: like to see those guys move. All right. Sean, what you got? I think some of those guys that you brought up uh, would make sense for the Sixers. I mean, they have to try and trade Ben Simmons before the trade deadline. The way that Joel Embiid played in the month of January, averaging 34 and 11. Uh, he has the Sixers up to the two seed in the East now. I mean, you have to take advantage of that if you're the Sixers. I know Daryl Morey has been super stubborn and he wants this huge package. But if you can get a guy like a DeJounte Murray, a Bradley Beal, um, a CJ McCollum, anyone that could help out. Uh, and help this team win right now because you could take advantage of this Eastern conference. Uh, you know, we mentioned the Nets before. KD's still hurt. Kyrie, uh, you're not going to get him for home games. Uh, the Bucks, I think, are the one team I'd be super scared of. But the Bulls, they don't have uh, a lot of playoff experience with that core. So this Sixers team, they have to try and take advantage of this while Joel Embiid has uh, been on this tear. And if they don't, uh, they're going to just waste another playoffs. Um, Joel Embiid is going to start mm-hmm. to get sick and tired of them not supplanting him with another superstar. So if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm looking for any package I can get for uh, Ben Simmons. Obviously, you're going to have to get some value, but if you can get a superstar to pair along Joel Embiid, uh, and if you could hang on to a young player like Tyrese Maxey, uh, Tobias Harris, who could be a solid number three, then you have to try and get that done because this is a Sixers team that could take advantage of this. And really, other than the Bucs, I think that if they get another superstar next to him, I think they could beat any team in the Eastern Conference and make it to a final. So if I'm the Sixers right now, I, I'm trying to find anything I can to get Ben Simmons out of there because you're just holding on to him for nothing at this point. So that's one thing I would try and take advantage of.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I Ben Simmons is going to be the, the biggest question mark come the trade deadline because something is definitely going to have to happen there. And but I do think there's so many things that can happen. I do think there is going to be a big, big trade. I think we we've seen it really all year long with all the sports. Look at look at the moves that are being made. I mean, starting off in baseball, Zay, I don't know if you want to cover your ears, but the Atlanta Braves making those big moves at the trade deadline to propel them to a world series. And then you got a team like the Rams right now in the NFL, making those moves, acquiring the OBJs, acquiring the Von Miller, just to put them over the edge to now they're playing in a Super Bowl. So I I think that will repeat itself in the NBA. I do think someone will make a big move, whether that is someone going out and getting a Bradley Beal, getting a, or getting a, a Ben Simmons. I do think Bradley Beal is, Something's got to happen there. Cause I, I, he, he's in that, those talks every year and uh someone I think has to pull the trigger there. Cause I think he can really put a team over the edge, but, uh, or even a Shea Gilders, Alexander, you know, all these guys were naming, I think would be great and benefit and really actually put a team, some certain teams, uh, uh over the top, especially in the East with, uh, with how really open that is. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It should be interesting. But because uh, a lot of moves can't give. I, I do I do think that will repeat itself in the NBA, though. I do think there will be a big move either before the trade deadline or at the trade deadline that uh, propels the team to the NBA finals. That's going to be my, my big prediction here. Last on uh, John about the G-Man, it was Joe Burrow going to Cam, which is going to happen. For here, it's gonna be a trade to put a team in the in the uh call Yeah, in the NBA Finals. Yeah, let's go. It's gonna happen. All right, but uh, the the those are all solid solid trades, though. I mean, those guys, teams. There's a lot of teams that should have those guys on their radar as far as trades go, because that can help a lot. But uh, all right. Let's take another game break uh, to look at games we're looking forward to. But first, here's a word from uh, another great podcast from Clovercrest Media. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast, Keys
3: to
1: the
2: City.
3: The city, baby. Well, you see so you know i crossed
1: up by Kobe, really, we'll float in Shaq. And, the and then Shaq goes like this and the rest is history pay hey, attention don't tell me what to do Podcasting. devil woman uh,
3: speaking, speaking of those
1: ladies but,
2: but i hold on it's fun but i didn't make i didn't make i said denver's gonna win yeah you
1: did you said you that there's no other show like that clover fest is doing great things right now
0: streaming everywhere
2: all right here we go. Games we're looking forward to. I mean, we we're going to do best bets, but a bunch of games already started. So uh, what what games are we looking forward to this week? We'll start with you this time, Sean.
3: I'm going to go with the game tomorrow night on TNT at 730 between the Suns and the Hawks. Uh, the Suns, obviously the hottest team in the NBA, now the best team in the NBA. Uh, and they just got back some reinforcements with uh, DeAndre and Jay Crowder. So um it'll be fun to see if they can continue with that winning streak at twelve straight wins. But the Hawks, um, they're a team that got off to a really slow start, obviously high expectations coming into the year after getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, but they started to pick it up a little bit. They went on a, a nice win streak. Um, they've they're they've won seven out of the last ten. So it'll be interesting to see if Trey Young, John Collins, and all of them uh could put a halt to this Suns winning streak. And uh these are two teams that I think could make runs in the playoffs. Obviously, the Suns will make a run in the playoffs. I think that's obvious. But the Hawks, uh, we mentioned the East is a little bit wide open. So, I think the Hawks, if they can get some magic going in the second half, similar to like they did last year, I think they make a run too. So, I think this will be a great offensive game. Uh, This is uh, definitely going to be a good one on TNT, 7.30, tomorrow night. Tune in. I like that
2: one. I like that a lot. Zay, what you got?
3: Well, it was going to be the
1: Knicks.
2: Versus the Grizzlies tonight, but we know how that went.
1: So i double down on that. I'm actually looking forward to the Knicks and Lakers on Saturday. Because, not that I care about both these teams. Both these teams are both train wrecks driving to the end of a nightmare season. There's trade talks that the Knicks might actually make a move for Russell Westbrook. Which would include Julius Randle... Kimba Walker, Alec Burks, and Evan Fournier all for TNT, and THT, excuse me. TNT is what that team has been. THT and um Russell and Russell Westbrook. I can't wait for Saturday. I hope the Knicks beat the Lakers so they can see that Russell Westbrook isn't a upgrade and there's nothing more this year. Nothing would that would make me want to throw up more in my mouth than watching Russell Westbrook take game-winning shots away from R.J. Barrett more than, Ju- excuse me, more than Julius Randle does right now, who makes me throw up in my mouth as it is. So I'm interested in that shit show of a game to see how it turns out because I'm sure both these teams are going down a terrible point, and I think it would be fun to watch. them both make horrible decisions for their future.
3: By the way, I'm I don't appreciate the, the Russell stream. Westbrook slander, Zay. I'm, I'm
1: sorry, Sean. It's over for him. It's over for him.
2: Uh, I don't know. About
3: that. That's fair. He's had a tough year. Yeah,
1: he can't. He I, can't, I, hit, can't hit a bank shot no more. His layups look terrible.
2: All right. Okay. All right. For my games to watch out for, it's the Sunday on NBA TV, three thirty. Nets at Nuggets Kyrie Irving gets to play because it's a road game both these teams play the jazz to lead up so I'm a, I'm gonna have my on this game but uh yeah uh Joe Kitch has been playing out of control. he's been a beast uh, he's another guy that's in MVP conversation that, that should be at least uh he, he's been a monster. Uh, and, I mean, we we, we know the, the whole soap opera that is the Nets right now. So, and nice to see Kyrie play. Uh, can Kyrie and Harden take down the Joker? We'll have to see. But, uh yeah, should be interesting. All those nice games. I, I like, it. it's the height of the NBA season. We've got a bunch of great games. And we're going to go into the – all-star break, and then that's when everything ramps up as far as everything gets all meaningful and that stuff. Or at least that's what I feel. Right after the Super Bowl, you get the all-star break, and then it's 100% NBA afterwards. But uh, all right, now let's get in to our final topic. We know who's going to the Super Bowl now. We, we got the Bengals. We got the – uh The Rams, as I mentioned before. Uh, Now, who is our midseason NBA Finals predictions? Sean, starting with you.
3: The Kings and the Magic. No. Um, I think it's going to be – I think the Suns are going to go back from the Western Conference. Um, I mean, this team is loaded offensively, defensively. They already have that great chemistry, obviously, um, going on that great run last year. And it's pretty much the same squad that they have from last year. So I think it's going to be the Suns out of the West. I think the Warriors will give them a a really good series, but I think the Suns are just the more complete team right now. And out of the East, this is really tough, but I'm going to go with the Miami Heat, a team that not a lot of people are talking about. Um, They just got Bam Adebayo back a couple weeks ago and Jimmy Butler from injury. Uh, Tyler Hero has really stepped it up after a rough season last year. Uh, They have some good uh, defensive pieces like P.J. Tucker. They have some shooters uh, like Max Struess. Um, and, and Tyler Hero, obviously. So I like the way this team is built. Uh, they're really good on the defensive side of the ball. And I think that um, Jimmy Butler's hungry to get back there. And Bam Adebayo is, a, is an absolute stud. I think that he's a very underrated player in this league. And if Tyler Hero can continue to play like the way he has been, um, I think they, that they can get there. I think that the Bucks are obviously going to be tough to get through. And the Nets, um, even with Kyrie not there for home games, they're still going to be a tough out if Katie's at full health. But. I think the heat will get back there um after two years ago. So I think as of right now I'd go with the Suns and the Heat.
2: Oh, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I love, I love the heat pick. I I think a lot of I, I think they can get there. But Zay, well, what's your prediction? Suns Bucks. It's gonna be a rematch,
1: unfortunately. Obviously, the Suns are playing lights out. They keep doing what they're doing. They're sprinting to the end. They continue to sprint to the end like they did last year. I'm thinking it's going to go the same way. You can't undervalue the impact that Chris Paul has had on that team. And as long as he's there, that team will continue to push forward. And Chris Paul will continue to push forward the age group saying, you know, we're not done at 36. We can still keep going, as 30-year-olds. But... um. Yeah, no, I think it will be Suns Bucks. I think a lot of people are down on the Bucks right now. They haven't been playing the greatest basketball. They haven't been playing what you expect a champion to be playing at the level that they are. Obviously, they're not number one in, in the East like most people would expect them to be after what happened last year. But I think you're playing way too much into that. I think again the Bucks know what they're doing. They seem to manage well. They managed last year very well. They where they didn't, you know, there was times where people weren't even sure if they were going to make the playoffs, but Coach Budenhauser seems like he knows what he's doing. He seems like he knows how to manage his guys. He knows how to manage the minutes for these guys. And he knows how to get enough, you know, get the job done to get them there. And when they get there, they get the job done. So I'm not too worried about it. I think it'll be a rematch. I think maybe the Suns get the advantage this time. But we can expect a rematch similar to this Golden State Cavs situation we had a couple years back where they went back-to-back like four or five times. I wouldn't be surprised if we see this mis- this rematch a couple more times because these teams are just light years ahead. And, and even with the Suns, when you talk about Chris Paul leaving, he's going to have put that team, you know, left that team with so much experience there that I can continue to see them going time in and time after again, if they, especially if they continue to draft well. So wouldn't be shocked that this is a, a beginning of a series. So I got Buck Suns.
2: Damn. All right. None of you guys said the Nets. I, like that. <laughs> okay, I hate the Knicks, but I ain't never going that thing, Right? I mean, <laughs> it can happen, I, especially if they're tanking to to get a not home feet, home court advantage for Kyrie, right?
3: They keep losing like they are. They they might. I think they lost, what, five in a row now? I don't think they're doing that on purpose. But, yeah, now I get what you're saying.
2: No, yeah, I, 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 it was just uh, something uh, that I, would be curious. I, Listen, and none of you guys said the Warriors. I, I think everyone's forgetting how good Steph is. I know he's been struggling. I know he's been struggling, but he, he, he he's Steph Curry. He'll get back to form. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think he, I, I think he's struggling. He, he needs the All Star break. I think after the All Star break, he'll get back and he'll get back in. I, I think he'll pull away in the MVP conversation as well. So I got the Warriors. I, I also think Clay will get better as time progresses as well. So uh, and, and Andrew Wiggins, I, I if he wasn't a starter, yeah, the, the the whole starter thing's a mess right now. But even if he wasn't a starter, I think uh, he, he deserves to be an All Star. I, I think he deserves to be on the reserves because he's he is playing well. Don't don't get it wrong. Yeah, BTS got him the got him the starter. Not, but David. he is playing good good basketball.
1: Millions of six year old girls around the world got him into the All Star game.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, so. So yeah, I got the Warriors getting it done. I think they 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 can get. I I, I think just Wiggins was just not a number one. I, I don't think he was going to be a number one. Not even number two. I I just like. Him just being that role player is really good, and I think that's what's going to really put him over the edge. Plus, he's still got Jermon Green there defensively. Clay, defensively, I think they can slow down the guys like the the Chris Pauls and the uh, Devin Bookers. I, I'm kind of scared of Aiton uh, it, when it comes to that series, but I, I think the Warriors get it done. And then on the east side, I'm just going to go with the youth. I think youth uh, dominates it in in the Bulls. I think all these guys are young and hungry, and they're at the right time in their career to make that leap and make that push. And uh, I think this is why they're doing so well. Uh, I think they're just going to continue to stay right where they are and get ready and make a big push, come into the playoffs. And I think – I think Demar Derozan is the most disrespected man in in the NBA. I think he deserves to be up in there in those conversations, as far as MVP, as far as being possibly one of the best players in the league, because he is a monster. And I think this will be this season has been and will continue to be his coming out party. So much so, uh, I think him, Levine, uh, Vucevic, and Ball can lead the lead the Bulls. To an NBA Finals, but I'm i I'm gonna take the Warriors to get it done though because Steph is. Steph's
4: I don't know,
1: Tom That Thompson, that, that Spurs Warriors Finals match, Western Conference Finals match. But I don't know, that might be a little too much for Thompson to come back this early. Y'all yeah, gotta remember, it's not a full year he's gonna get. This is this, we're talking about a couple of months of action. Really, he's gonna get before the playoffs, and if that's if he doesn't run into any injuries any like lingering not major injuries but like maybe hamstring or something like that because obviously like I said before when you have an injury you normally compensate for your injury which causes other injuries so you just hope you get through that portion of your injury situation so I don't know I think that's a little too much and I think experience in the playoffs while DeMar Rosen has experience I don't think the Bulls as a unit have experience together to take out on the Bucks. Yeah, but everyone was... said
2: that about the the Hawks last year. Everyone it's said that. Yeah, Hawks.
1: that's different. But now you're talking about a tried and true team. This team has been tested in the Bucks. They have faced the best that the East has given them. They've been in the worst positions. They've had their backs against the wall. They've faced adversity. They found their way through. This is a completely different Bucks team than it was now than it was at the beginning of the playoffs last year. What they yeah. got through at the end of last year has completely changed them as a team.
2: Yeah, I I I get that, but I I just think I I think really the lack of uh, like a true Demar Derozan is the number one guy, but the but they got like three three number twos. Like I I think that's what's gonna really set them apart from everyone because I th- do think Giannis can put up his own, and we'll get. Points in like a series, I think he'll do what Giannis things, but I, I expect the, the Zach Levines, the Vuceviches, the the balls to outperform the uh, the 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 Middletons in the holidays, and I think that's what puts them over the edge against the Bucks. Because I, yeah, I just think even though they're inexperienced, four four guys, young, hungry. And ready to win and play at at a high level. I think, I think you get the bulls done, get get the job done. But we'll we'll see. This is an interesting year. Uh, I mean, you do have the battle for the top. Of, I mean, even the Grizzlies. They I, I could see Ja leading them to the finals as well. A lot of stuff can happen. Alright,
1: alright. Let's there let, we Dude, go. This, I, I this is what I you said. This don't what we said. This you don't know. You never why, know. This is why you we got to get the air. Because you get too ambitious, way no. too early, and then we end up here. This is what I'm you talking never... about. And then your crazy takes. Come on. Zay. Zay. They're good. Zay. but they're, they're good. But are they really Zay. going to be able to... They're going Zay. to beat the...
2: I'm trying to sell it. I'm trying to sell the game. Trying to sell the Grizz. The Grizzly. Let me get tell you, don't work in NBA finals. marketing because that is a I'm terrible trying. sell. Don't work
1: in NBA marketing. That's what? A
2: terrible, bro. You, you don't think Grizzly fans like hearing that they can get to the finals? Let's go. Come on. I'm going J- J- can to get into it it the finals. Don't mean it's gonna Jock happen. Get it done.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh man, come on, Jock. J- J- I, eh, I mean Jaw's great, but John J- J- Moran is on it is jaw J- and, right
2: and Jack and uh Jackson. No, he that just team needs to be
1: consistent too. There's still a one more player away. They need one more big player. One more big while Jaw's a star in his right phone. I still think they need that
2: that one uh, I, player. that I think that, if Dylan Brooks and Jared Jackson can just be more consistent, I think that they no, can make it. because when I see
1: Ja, I think of like how Car. remember how Kyrie and LeBron were? If John could find him a LeBron and he can move like Kyrie, that right there would set him above. Obviously, right. we'll never find a LeBron James, obviously. Yeah, we're he can find, find him a player who can create his own shot, score like that, be that type of player that LeBron was. Like a, like I said, DeMar Rosen can do that. We've, we've said this before. Obviously, not at the level LeBron can. But a Kawhi Leonard, these type. Of, if he can find him someone even close to that, that's when it will be over the top. But he's not doing it with Jaron Jackson Jr. and all these other guys. It's not going to happen. They'll get, they'll make deep no. runs. They'll have great runs. But uh, yeah, come on, I'm telling you, I've watched some no, of the greatest is- NBA teams. The playoffs is just a different animal. You would have thought that Suns team with Nash and all these great play- – you got uh, Stoudemire, you got Sean Marion, all these great players, you would have thought they would have got something and nothing because the playoffs just changes everything. You need that one player who can change the game for you could take
2: over the game. You need it. But, Zay, but Zay you, you, I get what you're saying. But look at the Suns last year. D- really, in the playoffs, DeAndre Ayton transforming oh. himself to that guy was really what put them over the edge. So you don't think a guy like Jared Jackson can make that adjustment? His, it his was the a guy like Dylan Brooks? You already saw. I saw firsthand against my Jazz. Dylan Brooks was a whole different animal in the playoffs than he was all regular season. I agree
1: with you. But the Suns have a high caliber point guard in Chris Paul. They have a unstoppable scorer in Devin Booker and this is the and that's what I'm saying. You don't necessarily have to have the next Kobe, but a guy like Devin Booker can uh, be that that's what I'm saying. He needs someone for him to I be that next guy. big scorer. He doesn't have that yet. When he gets think, that, that's what's going to take them over the top. And that's just my honest opinion. He's a, he's going to be a great player. He's going to continue to make great plays. He's going to make flashy plays. He's going to win games. But if he wants to get over the top, he's going to need that, that Giannis type guy. Because those guys are special for a reason. There's a reason why those guys are special. There's a reason why they jerseys sell. It's because the way that they handle the game. You need one
2: of those guys, bro. No, I'm, Ja's good enough to be one of those guys and make another guy around him better. No, Yes, again, he is. There's only, again,
1: it's just so much only you can do at that point guard position. While again, it's, it, I guess, even the great, even Derrick Rose at his greatest couldn't do it at that point guard position alone. He still needed someone else. And this yes. is what I'm saying to you. Derrick Rose was a monster when he came in prior to the injury. But why and can't Joe Jackson, why can't Dylan Brooks be that in, someone else? Because he's not, bro. You could see it. You could tell he's not, bro. You'll know when you see it. You know when you find these guys. These Kawhi Leonards, these LeBron. You know when you find these guys. Yes, you know. But
2: no, I'm talking about that number two. Because John Moran's number one. John Moran isn't going to be. John Moran's good enough to be the guy.
1: I agree. I'm not disagreeing with you there. But he still needs another score with him. Another 30 point knife guy. Another 25. Average 20, but could get 30 if needed. He needs one of those guys.
2: Kyrie needed. Andrew Jackson, Kyrie think.
1: needs a LeBron. He needs a KD next to him. He needs someone. I mean, obviously, again, and that's not to take away from Kyrie's break. Kyrie what Kyrie's you know, is a great player, but if he wants to get over the top, he can't do that. Just being a great player in Kyrie, but look at Giannis. Look
2: at Giannis. He was able to take it all the way. I mean, yes, I, I don't
1: again, know. Giannis had a point I guard did. there. He had a second scorer there in Middleton. He had something. Middleton is a guy who can get you twenty a night, and if needed, thirty plus. That is what I'm trying to explain to you. They have Giannis,
2: but you still need that other guy. They don't have. That. I think Jackson and Bill and Brooks can be that.
3: I mean, they could be. I, I agree with Zay, though. They they need another all-star next to John Morant. Because certif- Jaron Jackson, they, he could go into that. I think Dylan Brooks could be another good like uh, second or third scorer, but I, I agree. I mean, you need superstars in this league, so if they can pair another all-star next to John Morant, uh, this would definitely be a team to to look out for. But I think they have a run like similar to the Hawks last year, where maybe they can have a big upset in the, the conference semifinals, make it to the conference finals, but I still think they're. I agree with that. I think they're probably a piece and just a couple years away. But John Morant is definitely, uh, that that dude is a baller, and yeah, he de- ball de- he ball honestly ball. deserves some MVP love too right now. Hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Torturing my Knicks right now. I would never disrespect John. You know he should have been a Nick.
2: Hey. All right. Okay. We. That was just randomly off topic, but that was great <laughs> content. So, uh, I'll take it. But uh, I guess that's gonna do it for posting up uh, today. Thanks. Zay and Sean for joining me, Big Jace, Uh Big shout-out to Clovercrest Media for sponsoring today's episode. Make sure you check out Clovercrestmedia.com for a bunch of other great podcasts. Make sure you check out John about the g Man if you're a Giants fan because we were just on to that prior to this, talking about the Giants. So Make sure you check that out and Please a bunch of other me, great uh, podcasts. We'll take you Please don't remind me we're talking about the Giants. Do, 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 are the Giants pissing you off more than the, the Knicks right now, Zay?
1: I'm thinking about moving to a different state. Getting close. Right. It's okay. getting real close. Think about moving to Jersey.
2: <laughs> You'll be closer to the Giants, though, at MetLife. So New York's team. I guess. Yeah, I guess. All right. So we'll catch you next time for more post up. See ya. Take care and enjoy the basketball.
0: banging down low and it's Embiid with that little baby hook for Westbrook he handles the basketball another lob throw it down AD again DeRozan Vucevic Levine Caruso in ball DeMar DeRozan how many times have we seen that Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group, and here at CMG we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Chawing About the G-Men, and great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, Murder, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these
2: podcasts and so much more by visiting Clovercrestmedia.com.